Welcome to episode 8 of the Everyday Lions podcast. G'day folks, I hope your week's been pretty good. Uh, yeah, pretty busy week for me anyway, I'll answer my own question in that regard. Uh, still pretty busy setting up these uh, group training sessions that will that will start very soon. I've actually brought those forward uh, to later on this month instead of um, July. So if you are interested, pop over to www.everydaylines.org and check out more details. They'll be predominantly at Meercroft, but will also be at other areas in Devonport. Uh, still, still not running, but I'm, but I'm not missing it because I've got other projects like this podcast for for instance and and that's been great and i was only just discussing the other day with a close friend that i think doing these podcasts is actually a form of therapy for me and probably training in many regards of uh my my ultimate goal to be a social worker and i enjoy listening to people's uh stories and 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 you know discussing or or swapping swapping information and and that's been great for me uh got a bit of a cold at the moment uh yeah i guess it's that time of year isn't it we start to get a little bit colder uh outside changes so so i imagine that's quite normal probably have an early night get stuck into some soup and hopefully feel better in the morning or later on during the week uh in other news you can you can now pay for everyday lines online running coaching uh over monthly payments we have eight weeks 12 weeks 16 weeks and a year options at uh, very reasonable prices so if you're interested in that also pop over to our webpage. and it's great to see some some big events are gonna still go ahead i noticed that launceston 10 is going to be held in december um this year which is which is great um that they've decided that they could still go ahead and rail trail as well i've never done rail trail personally but it looks like a fantastic event so uh, if you're looking for something to do jump onto those events guys they will be fantastic um yeah this week's guest is ellen burgess ellen is from bernie she's a cyclist and runner She's a busy mum, juggling work and those two sports. We talk about her past event uh, organisation, I suppose you could say, or events that she's she's been involved in, her, her role on the Peachable CT, and what she's up to now during COVID virus times. I really enjoyed this conversation, and I think you will too. If you did, please reach out to Ellen. I reckon that she would think that's pretty cool. Okay, until next time, happy running. Here's Ellen. Okay, so welcome to episode seven of the everyday lines podcast this week we have ellen burgess are you there ellen i am hello that's great how has your day been uh busy busy working from home and kids learning from home certainly makes for busy days right right uh what does what does work look like for you um, so I work in the finance department at the Spirit of Tasmania, so obviously some challenging times there for the company, but I'm currently working my three days a week 
and um, working those from home. Okay. Um, and simultaneously um, got kids at home learning. Yeah. Great. Your kids haven't gone back to, they start next Monday, don't they? Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Kids go back to learning um, on site on Monday, which I guess will reduce the juggle for me. But, you know, there's a little bit of apprehension about, you know, hoping that it is the right thing for the community. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it's pretty scary times at the moment. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you're not working. Uh, you do a fair bit of uh, cycling and running. Can you can you unpack that a little bit for me and, and how you actually got into the running or the cycling? Well, it started for me with running and I'd okay. never been I'd I'd never been a runner. Um, I had always as a child and as a teenager been quite overweight and I'd lost some weight and got a bit healthier from walking and I was what I was watching the two thousand and five thirty ten okay. and still sidelines watching friends and and felt fairly unfit and I looked and I said I'm going to do that next year so from then I I started running and I think my first run I ran around the block very slow um and after 12 months I did I did the uh 2006 Bernie 10 and my goal was to run the whole way and do it in under and I did that. I just think it was about 58 minutes and I was beside myself. I was those emotional finish line feels. It was, I, I think that's what hooks you. Yeah. Um, exactly. uh, yeah. No, it was, I, I can still picture the moment of crossing that finish line. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you were, yeah, so you're hooked on the runner's high, I suppose you would want to call yeah. it. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. 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 So and I, just, that whole sense of personal achievement and that I did this and um, nobody else did it for me. Yeah. And I, yeah. I guess that started. Yeah. Okay. And, um, you know, talking to people when they first started running, like you don't obviously just run 10K like that. Uh, was this a slow build to get to that stage or? Yes. I think in those first 12 months, um, was before I had children and I used to run in my lunch break two or three times a week around um, the foreshore at East Devonport. Okay. Um, and there was a, a few other um, workmates sort of got on board with that. So we had different, sometimes we'd have, you know, a couple of people. Yeah, um, Lunch time. So that was really good. Um, and, I, yeah, so I started off with the, the two or three times a week and I guess it was probably initially four Ks um, and built up over the 12 months. I can't remember whether I'd actually ever run 10 Ks before the day or not. Possibly not. Yeah, great, great. And were you sore afterwards or did the runners high? Yeah, yeah, totally. And um, (laughs) celebrated no end. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, great, great. So you... Yeah, so you were a runner first and then you went to the cycling and then you went back to the running. What yeah, so... Yeah, can you explain that a yeah, bit more? How that come about was um, I started running with the PCT and I'd, I'd done... Um, this was over a period of time and I guess it was um, in 2017 um, after... Um, 
I remember doing the club half half marathon and um, I had an injury and that I'd been trying to ignore. And halfway through that half marathon at the turn, I said to myself, "This is this is it. You can't do this to yourself anymore." Yep. So I, I finished that run and and then um, I didn't want to lose fitness and yep. that. So I decided to to get a bike and I borrowed a road bike from a friend of a friend and started yep. there and, and um, with a lot of mucking around as these things are, found out that the injury was actually um, a, just a little a small bit of inflammation at the top of my ITB. It's just okay. an overuse injury and, and everybody said that it was quite unusual and it just took time to come right. So in yeah. that time I was I was riding and not, not running and then um, got back into to starting to run again. But now, um, now I'm not sure whether I'm a a runner who cycles or a cyclist who runs. And, and I think the funny part about that is my running friends see me as a cyclist and my yeah. cycling see me as a runner. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm not really sure where I am, but I, I love both. And they, for me, they complement each other. I've, I've had, you know, some really experienced runners tell me that you can't, yeah. you can't use cycling to train for running. Yeah. But... It works for me and, and in the time after I started cycling, I've run um, PBs in races, you know, uh, you know regular. So uh, to me it works and, and while it works, I'll stick to it. Yeah, and, and I couldn't agree more. I think cycling um, complements cross-training just as good as any run that you can do. Um, I guess the only, the only negative side of that is you probably need to ride a bit more to get the same. Um, time on the legs or whatever. Um, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, that's the downfall of cycling is it's time consuming. Like yeah, run, yeah, run, yeah. running's a big enough, um, you know, hobby. But you yeah. can go out, you can do it. You can go out and do a five k run, and if if you have a crack, you know, you've got a good session. You can't go and do a, a like a, you can't go for a ride in thirty minutes. It's no, not. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that's a. Uh, I mean, that's the downside, but like you, you said that it's funny how you mentioned, um, you said that your running friends think that you're a cyclist. Is that right? And yeah. Cyclist, yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's funny you say that. Cause I thought that you were a cyclist, but you're in fact a runner first. So um, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. And, and I guess the other part of the cycling is I um, done a couple of seasons with the, what's now the Crater Coast Cycling Club. Okay. And uh, and so it's it's a lot of the same, even some of the same people, and a lot very much the same setup as the PCT, and just really good fun, and really good to have a crack, and and they complement each other summer and winter. So yeah, I just um a lot a lot to do both now. Yeah. Okay. And so since two thousand six, since doing your first Bernie Tan, were you always part of the cross country club, the PCT? No, so when um, with the P Triple C T, it was about two thousand and fifteen. I um, I I sort of thought about it, and yeah. it always. And I think it's still a big um, limitation with the club. Um, I, I felt that it was for professionals. I felt that it was for good runners. You had to be a professional. So. Yeah. Um, 
a friend, um, Karen Aiken, was had moved back to Australia from Hong Kong, and right. she'd run a club before. And so I went along with her, and it was the 5K uh, race at, at Meercroft, the laps of Meercroft, which in now would probably be my least favourite run of the season. But yeah. I went along and joined and did that and found that it wasn't as intimidating or, you know, as as what I'd, I thought it would be. And, yeah, yeah just um, been part of it since then. Uh, it's, it's funny you mention this. I mean, I, I hear this time after time again. Um, I think they need to change the name. I mean... Uh, have you guys talked about that? Because can you can you unpack a little bit about your your role on the committee and Yeah, so um in at the end of two thousand and seventeen, sorry, at the end of two thousand and eighteen, I took up a vacancy on the committee for the last couple of months of the year. And then I've now into my second year of a two year term. Um yeah, so, um, I mean, it's been great to be involved. I, I was at a point where I felt that I could give something. My kids are a little bit older. I could give something back to the running community, and that's what I wanted to do. So it was a good opportunity for that. Yeah, um, yeah and so just to get involved with um, the committee and finding out, you know, what goes in. Some of those long-serving um, committeemen and office bearers, they've put in a lot of work, a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that you just have no concept of what they do but they do it because they love it and and you know you know a few of their cases they're retired and they've got the time to passion to put into it so yes yeah. yeah, so got involved with that which was great to sort of see the admin side of how all that comes together and be part of that and then a part of the role of being on the committee is to take your turn at being race manager which is great and i've had some really good um support there from Mark St John in showing me the ropes and, on how to do that and right. that's been been really good and it's good to be part of that and like to give that back and then along with that um, something else I've had a little bit of involvement in is the nominated time so getting involved in those those races for you know well primarily kids but you know adults oh. as well um, and Dallas and Shani Van Royen have carried the burden of that um, for the last few years, so they've been great to um, you know mentor us through how to do that, and then be able to pick up that that when they're not available for whatever reason. So you know it's been really good, but we certainly are starting. You know we've we've made some changes and and yeah. talked about them, and that's one thing that we really have um, tried to. We didn't want to change the name. There's a lot of history there. There's people that've yeah. been involved right from right from day dot so but we've decided just to go with the acronym now so not it's p-triple-c-t no no, um yeah just just to to take that that stigma away that we feel that has scared people off for a long time and and for someone looking in um like you it's been a goal it's been involved with the club a long time i think that's a brilliant a brilliant move um you know just even running friends in the, in the circles that I used to hang around with would always say, oh, no, I'm not good enough for that. And you try to explain to them that, um, you know, hopefully the word's getting out there and, and you guys can get some more people when we can finally get yeah. under away with these events as well. So, Yeah. So there's been some other opportunities for change. We've, you know, we've tried to, over the last couple of years, we've really tried to listen to what, what it is that members want and, yes. and we've looked, um, we've introduced the electronic timing um so 
that's, you know, it's had, it's had its share of teething problems, but it's close. Um, this year, um, we've, we, well, at the end of last season, and, you know, it was all ready to go this season, um, especially with Hayden Bishop on board the committee this year, the online entries, um, you know, really um, up and running. Yes. Um, that's something that people have been asking for. So you can enter prior, you don't have to get there. So yeah. a lot, a lot of uh, trying to condense that time frame so that it's not taking up people's whole day. Everybody's fairly time poor these days. Just yeah. want to go and do their run. Yeah. So that's um, yeah, that's been that will be a really positive change when we get back. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess it's it's just the way of the world, isn't it? It's like Sunday trading as well now, and um, you know, people are busy. It's just not the one sport that people do, or there's so much stuff that's open on a Sunday now as well that people can do as well. So, and, and people's work commitments, seven day a week yeah. workforce, people can't commit to to every Sunday. That's something yeah. that some brought to my attention um, when we were talking about our membership base and how we sort of tend to have a gap in that that 18 to 30 year old market, and we were talking about how we can get get those people and then we sort of you know talked about well there that's the time when you know kids on the northwest coast move away for uni and then yeah, if they do do come back to the northwest coast they're probably living a bit of a different lifestyle settling yeah. you know settling into to careers maybe you know meeting partners and having families and it's probably around that 30 year old age group when they do start to come back to the club and We've sort of just had to say, well, you know, maybe that's not our target market, and as many people in that age bracket that we can get on board is great. Yes. But we just have to accept that maybe that's not not where our memberships are going to come from. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. And and you guys would have done the study on that, and and to know your market's the number one thing, especially when you're organising a weekly event. Um, no, that's great. And we've been talking about the Peachable CT and. Uh, I guess I want to ask you uh, about some of your biggest running achievements and are they within the Peachable CT or? Um, so I get in, um, in 2016 um, or probably, yeah, around, around early 2016, I decided I wanted to run a marathon. So um, I started you know, started a 12-week program for that, you know, just one that I grabbed off the internet and um, picked out the Great Ocean Road um, Marathon. So um, went through the program, went on a girls' trip. We had a wonderful weekend, did the Great Ocean Road Marathon. And that, that was an achievement just to, to set that goal and to, to do it. Um, and what an event and, you know, what, what a place to do it. Yeah. So that was... That was a big, um, big achievement. I, but then there's so many other things. Just, just, just improving my, you know, my health and fitness, my lifestyle, that everything that's come with running, you know, making those better choices in life. Um, yeah, that, that's a great achievement. But you know, an ongoing achievement. Um, something else that I guess I'll um, always remember is that I, I run a third in the feature race. A yeah. little bit. It wasn't something I was expecting on the day, so that right. that was that was pretty special. You know, being part of the club, you know, the feature yeah. races all. And it's so hard, even 
even to get a place. I mean, even to get in the top 10 is so hard because um, for anyone listening, so the first race is a, is a major event of the professional cross country club. And um, not everyone would probably run honest throughout the year. And for that one race, you usually get just about 95% of the, the field running as fast as they can. So a top 10 place is a pretty awesome achievement, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's just such a special feel on the day as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, I've won three races with the club and they're, they're all big achievements and all, you know, special um, special memories. And I guess mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's what you look back on is, is those is those memories and those special mm-hmm. feels. And, and I guess the one that I want to touch on is the King of the Mountain race. Um, so that's what we call one of our blue ribbon events in the cross cross country club. It's about four or five races, so it's a pretty big deal. Can you can you tell me more about that one as well? Yeah, so um, to that that race, I guess um, it suits me the the distance and the hills. Um, I'm not a fast runner. I can't I can't run a fast five k's, um, but I'll keep, I'll keep plugging away. So that that race suits me. Um, and and that year, you know, there's always a favourite, and someone, you know, someone gets written up in the paper. And yeah. <laughs> um, and whilst I, I would never, I would never say that I thought I was a chance, or or, but I guess in the back of my mind that day, I did think that um, the handicap that I had and the type of race it was that I that I was a chance. Um, and yeah, just um, I. I think I hit the front at about 10k, so I had yeah, wow. six and a half to go. And um, you've got all the the spectators, um, you know, driving up the road and cheering you on, and and giving you time gaps um, on on who's you know <laughs> how far in front you are. So, yeah. um, but, so with those races, I guess you you, you want to win. Yeah. But you don't um, you don't believe it until you uh, cross the line. Yeah. Great. Great, and I think that's the beauty of these big events is that there is so much history and 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 people love it, like they really do, and they enjoy it. And and as you said, I guess it's it's what pressure you put on yourself, and um, you know, some people can handle that well, and 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 some people can't. But um, you know, I think that's the beauty of the of the cross country club. Yeah, there is that that racing element to it, but if you want to keep it fun, there's you know, it's not it's not about a professional side either, is it? So no. Yeah, yeah. So it's only what you make it. What would you call your your favourite distance that you like to run? So I, I guess the courses that I like are, are those that you know the the Bernie de Ricci, the Ironman, um, the Somerset Backham Road, which everybody else seems to despise. Um, Spincy's run at Somerset. So with the club, those sorts of runs with um, like the Great Ocean Road, that was you know same sort of. Same sort of thing. I I like those um, longer hillier runs, but they also, um, you know, they're hard on your body. You they take they take it out of you. So um, yeah. you can't be doing that all the time. And have you found the cycling helps with that? Like, do you do a fair few hills on the bike as well? Or yeah, so same go with the bike. Hills is my goal on the bike. Yeah. Um, Especially like climbing, climbing's my goal on the bike. I'm built to climb, not built to descend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more with, with those races. I'm the same. I think 
Helium, the harder it is, heaps better as well. So, yeah. Um, I also want to touch on your involvement in Bernie 321 Go, the kids' race. Um, you were previously involved in that. Did, did you want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, uh, 321 Go, I got involved in that. Um, Jason and Brooke Felberg um, sort of got me involved in that. Um, they'd both been on the committee. So, for I've been on the committee for that for 2018 and 2019. Okay. Um, and so that's that's run by the events department um, for Bernie Council and Rick Ferguson heads that up. And then there's a, a volunteer committee of a dozen or so people who, you know, meet and, you know, organise some of the, um, the front of house stuff, I guess. And then um, the day itself is massive, the setup. Um, you know, all the kids, the races, the amount of um, volunteers that they get involved in that event, um, community volunteer groups, it's, it's unbelievable. And it, it runs like a well-oiled machine. Yep. That, that group of people to be involved with is, is incredible. Um, just such, such can-do people. On the day, if there's something that needs to be done, whoever sees it makes it happen. And, and to a extent with that group of people that I've never seen right. with with any other group of volunteers and it, yeah it's it's an amazing event and so many kids get so much out of it um yeah it's just great so who knows whether this year um you know we, we're talking about numbers you know yes uh, a thousand kids you know yeah. so yeah, yeah so who knows where we're going to be at um by the time October comes around yeah um, but We'll just have to um, we'll just have to wait and see and hope that the kids get the opportunity. Yeah, I think personally, um, we didn't always have the three, two, one. So um, I think as a kid, I would have loved to do that because my parents were all the sort of people that I was always too young to run the ten k and they wouldn't let me. Um, so I'd sort of cross that gap to the kids who probably would want to do something. At, yeah, and, and, yeah. And that's the best. Um, I think that's. Um, for for me, for, for me and for my kids, I would be very much um, whilst they're young enough to run the three, two, one, go. That's that's their day, and yeah. then once they surpass that age, then we'll look at the fives and the tens. Um, yeah, yeah I, some pretty good advice from some pretty experienced people who know about these things have always said to me, you know, that's far enough for them. And Absolutely. yeah, so that event's yeah, a great, and the kids get their own day in the sun. Yeah. Um, you know, they go along and they watch, you know, the adults in their life participate in the Bernie 10 and then the next week it's their turn and, yeah, yeah it's exactly. great. Yeah, and that's the beauty and they get a medal at the end and I think, do they get a goodie bag as well, Ivan? Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. always yeah. there. What has running given you, do you think? What's... Oh, look, there, there's so many facets to that. Um, you know, health and fitness, um, of course. Um, for I've, any, any period um, of, in my life when, when I've been um, anxious, it's certainly, you know, great for the, the head as well. Uh, yeah, so those sorts of things. But on top of that, friendships. And that's, that's something that I've built, you know, incredible friendships out of running. Um, and for me, when I first started running, I was new to living in Burnie. 
Um, so it's built my circle of friends in the Burnie area. Um, and yeah, it just those, those friendships is what's, you know, been really important. Couldn't agree more. I, uh, yeah, and more. It's, it's, it's the best sport going around. It doesn't cost that much, yeah. either, which is even better. Uh, and uh, how great to have a group of people who want to talk about watches and sand shoes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. There's plenty, of, there's plenty of those people as well. Uh, you talked about how uh, you're a mum as well. Uh, how do you juggle all this? Um, yeah, are you someone, I think you mentioned you're, you're running your lunch hours. Yeah, so, well, before I had kids, I used to run in my lunch hours. So my, my routine has just had to, to change as the ages and stages of the kids have changed and as life has changed as well. Um, it's a juggle. And for me, I find having a routine and it works for me, but I've had to change that routine lots of times. And even in the last 12 months and then more recently with, you know, kids not going to school, um, just had to be prepared to to change what the routine looks like. Yes. Um, my favourite time of the day to train is is early morning, um, but that doesn't always work out at the moment. So it's just a matter of, of having a routine and taking opportunities and being prepared to, 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 to change things around. At the moment, I've been doing a bit, um, been struggling to get out on the bike because, as yeah, we said okay. before, it takes up so much time and they just have that that time hasn't been there. So yeah. I've been doing indoor trainer, okay. um, which is not, which is not my favorite um, no, way no. to do it. You know, ticks the legs <laughs> over. Um, Are yeah, you on social and, media side of that as well? Are you? Uh, no, no, I haven't got the whole Zwift set up. Um, no, no. no just, just the trainer. But, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I would much, I would much prefer just to get out on the road and, and ride. So, you know, hopefully that opportunity will come back around sooner rather than later. And then running, running wise, I'm, um, I'm, I'm known to run a few um, laps around and around my um, street okay. <laughs> in the morning while kids are, um, while kids are asleep. So I think my neighbours um, probably find that pretty amusing. <laughs> but it's like you said, it's, it's fitting it into your lifestyle, which is good as well. Like it's, yeah. Another- and finding that time, and if, and if that's the only time you've got, well, that's that's great because you've got to look after yourself as well, and you've got to do stuff that makes you happy. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cool. Uh, and and your kids run with the cross country club as well, and and do a few other events. Do you find that this is a great bonding um, experience for both your kids and yourself? Yeah. Look, I think one of the one of the things about the kids seeing um, me run is that. They see that regular exercise, that training, that that's just a normal part of life. That's what that's what we do. Love it. So yeah. that just sets them up for a good mindset about exercise. But I'd never force them to run. If look, if we go to P C T and they're not feeling it on the day, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna force them to do it. Um, and they don't take it seriously. That's just a bit of fun. Um, sometimes they're more interested about um, getting their close to their time so they can get something out of the, out of the prize box. Um, yeah. But but it's very much a case of monkey see monkey do. They that they see that that's just something that we do. Yeah, that's great. I I, I love that. No, I was very much the same. My brother did it, so I that's how I got into it. And and you know I I 
parents that were good enough that took us every week as well, which is which was great. Um, looking at your running now, though, uh, what are some of your goals? I know it's really hard, and we're everything's so out of whack at the moment, and it is hard to set goals. But what are some goals you'd like to achieve in running and probably life as well? So I think I think the big one, um, the big things in life is just to be, as we were just talking about, a good role model for the kids. Um, and, and just to be happy and healthy. I mean, they're, they're some pretty basic things, but I think they're goals. And this time that we've been, you know, experiencing has just really brought home how important those things are and that, that there's not really a lot else that matters. Um, over the last 12 months, running and was a sort of um, a step back from, from goals just because of, um, you know, where my life's been. Um, so I've set back, you know, from from having a goal or a goal event. But, um, you know, on the other side of this, I think it's the time to, you know, set set a goal and um, and pick something out and and have a crack, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and set, setting a goal um, makes you motivated, gets you, gets you going again, doesn't it? Um, oh, I think for the better. Uh, I'm hoping Bernie 10, by the sounds of it, will probably be our first event back, maybe a CTs. Maybe a few events later in the year. Yeah, well, it's it's not out of the question, but I guess um, you know that mid July is is where it's touted at now. You know, hundred people gatherings, so there's yeah. some possibility there. But the committee certainly hasn't made any decisions about what that would look like and and how that would work. Um, you know, with you know, with being such a small amount of races, but. As the stages progress and decisions are made, I guess we can look at that. And wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, it'd be great if the, certainly be great if the Bernie Ten um, could could get off the ground, and maybe that they might have the, uh, the, the unlikely problem of um, having so many people want to do it. Well, <laughs> gonna, yeah. If it's the first thing back, yeah, that'd be great. Absolutely, and and I think that's going to be the case. Just not the Bernie Ten. I think it'll be every running event will. There'll be a waiting list, or uh, because I think people will go bananas because they're just missing that that connection of a fun run. Because you and I know how good it is, but I think you know I think people are actually starving to get going again, which is yeah, it, it'll be great. But like you said, who knows? Hopefully soon. Just and yeah, and sorry. I, so so many people with with restrictions on the exercise that people can do. You've only got to get out on the running tracks and suddenly everybody's, you know, running because they can't play basketball or whatever it is. Um, so, you know, maybe we, we're going to see a, a boom of people. Um, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I, actually, touching on that, so you're, you're a person before you've probably who, who've been running quite a lot on the tracks and there is more people exercising. How have you found that? Have you found that really hard to keep your distance when you run? Because I know personally the times I've been out, I have as well. Yeah, there've been times I've probably like in Bernie. The waterfront gets really busy. Um, yeah. The park course and that you know that extension of that out to South Bernie. So um, I've I've avoided sort of that track as much as I can, and probably only run that when I've got the kids with me on their bikes because it's the the best place for them to ride. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I think people are. People have been really respectful of each other, so you know that's that's good. Yeah, yeah, and it's 
I think it's only probably being sort of educated as well. And um, yeah, I, th I think for me, it's a dog. It's a dog's off the leashes. That's, that's my biggest hate at the moment. Um, but I guess it's, yeah, I guess it's just being educated and, and knowing the rules as well. So yeah. Just finishing off today, what are some values that, that you live by in your personal life? Look, I think the things for me um, is it's about attitude, having a you know a glass half full attitude, um, and that's something that I really try and talk to the kids about. And and we've talked about it recently, of course, about well, you know, we can we can be sad and miserable, or we can make the best of this and and pick out the the positives. So that's something that that I, I sort of try to live by. Um, and something else that um, sticks with me is um, the choose kind and that's something that's really drilled home to the kids at school these days and um, you know just to just to stop you know and think about put yourself in that other person's situation and just choose kind and I think that yeah just two really simple things yeah they're great I especially love be kind and it's it's such an easy thing to do, isn't it? Um, I think like what Tony mentioned last week to me, sometimes it is hard to be to be kind and give people a chance. But um, yeah, I, th I think overall, if you're kind, if you show kindness, most of the time people will be kind back, which is, which is the main thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Right, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Ellen Burgess. And I think you'd agree that that was a really interesting conversation. Uh, I personally found out some new things that happened behind the scenes with events. And that was interesting. And to hear how she juggles her work and her cycling and her running. And yeah, if you enjoyed this podcast, please reach out to Ellen. I know that, that, that she would enjoy that. And also, if you are looking for some merchandise, Everyday Lines has some merchandise online at www.everydaylines.org. So go and check that out. And I also feel like a broken record here. But if you are enjoying the podcast, please leave us ratings on uh, Apple because we'll go up our uh, rating in that as well and please leave us a comment as well or any feedback on our facebook and instagram pages because the more feedback we have the better the podcast will be until next time this has been the everyday lines podcast and happy running <laughs>